We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Here's what's going to happen. I am going to have to fix you, manage you to on a more personal scale. A, a more micro form of management. What is that called? Micro German. Boom. Yes. It's Mike Shope. What is your name, sir? I am Bill Butlicker. And the Bulldog. Really? That's your real name? How dare you? My family built this country, by the way. It's Mike Shope. The three words I would describe you as is aggressive, yes. hostile, and definitely difficult. And the Bulldog. Well, I like the sound of your voice. Not WGR Sports Radio 550. Still watching The Office? How often do you watch The Office anymore? You done ne- with it forever ne- or what? Never, ever. I, I, I never. I bet I've seen less than a third of the episodes of The Office. At all? Like ever? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought ever. you were. Yeah. I thought you were way into it there. No, I never really got way into it. I, I, I may have started a time or two, but it always got cast off for something else. So it, mm. I, I like it. I never watched it when it was on, like you know, on on TV, um, and hmm. but you know, intermittently I would sort of dip in and I'd watch a few episodes and then sort of forget about it for six months. And I never really got more into it than that. What happens to me is I have it set to automatically record every time. Like there's a limit on how many episodes I will have on my machine, but like if I ever think of it, I look and there's five sitting there waiting for me. There often seem to be the ones toward the end of the series, which are less good. Mm-hmm. But um, so I do, I do watch The Office, and I'm I'm glad about it. Okay, joining I'm us glad now for you. Thank you. Joining us now on the West Her Hotline is Joe Yurden of Joe. I know your name so well. We've never spoken. I w- I had a whole setup here uh, planned, which was to say like. Sabres fans know who he is because if if they care about being right, like you're out there, and then I just went and blanked on where you're working. <laughs> listen, my, Mike, listen, it's, it, it, it is always 
funny that anytime I'm on it with, it's always bulldog. And then it's never, you're never there. And I'm always right. like, did I do something to Mike? Did, no, like, did I do something wrong? Bleacher report. Well, <laughs> Bleacher report, yes. now yeah, you I might think, and, yeah. now you might think that this was all, like some more of that. And it totally wasn't. It totally was. I'm so sorry. Well, it, it has dawned on me that I've, I have, I, I don't remember the first time I, I reached out to you, Joe, but I know it was a week where Mike was off maybe leading up to free agency or the draft or something. And then I think that that has happened. That has kind of followed suit. I think that there's been two or three other times where you, Mike has been away and I'm like, ah, I'm going to call Joe. Uh, but, but it's ne- and so I thought, does he think that Mike doesn't like him? Like, I've no- never met Joe. <laughs> right. I have no reason not to like him. So you have not, you have reason not to like me the way this is starting. Anyway, uh, we're all on good ground here, Mike. Good. We're, we're everything's, everything's square. We're all, we're all having fun here. Thank you. Thank you. The Sabres hope to get right tonight against Dallas, another tough opponent here this week. Joe, what do you think of their chances at this point? And what did you think of them, say, a week ago? Well, I, 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 have, a lot of, I have a lot of trouble because it's, it's always they, they win a game, all right, going to the playoffs, going to go beat Toronto, going to beat everybody. And then you lose a game, and it's like, well, all right, where are we picking in the draft? Can we get, some, can we get the number one? It's, it's so hot and cold. Um, it, it, but it's the way this team's gonna. It, it's they've been and they're gonna be because it's you know they're super young. That's that's just the way life's gonna be. But um, this week was gonna be really telling. Uh, a week ago, I was like, well, let's see what they, how many points they can pull out uh, and how it goes because it's. I mean, it's rough. I mean, it's Edmonton with McDavid. It's uh, you know you're you're talking about the Islanders where you know it's dreary, dreadful to watch. Uh, and they have one of the best goalies in the league. And now Dallas comes in, and they're leading the Central, and they've got one of the best goalies in the league, and they play such a hard game. It's, I mean, it's hard. You want to come, you need two points tonight, and you probably need two points Saturday, and then you know take care of business next week with. I mean, Toronto's tough, but uh, but with Washington and Philly after that, you gotta you gotta beat those teams to stay in the hunt. Yeah, I, I feel like you know. I, I like to try to avoid Joe. Like, they lost, it's over. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, the other, the, that, that Islander game felt just massive. Every, everyone knew it. I mean, it was obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a team you're probably looking to displace to get in a spot. And to have it go the way it went, I mean, with the, the, the kicking and the whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I found it pretty interesting. I, I talked to Paul Hamilton, who will be on with us much later as we get closer to, well, to pregame, actually. Uh, but Paul told me he thought it was interesting that Granado was kind of hard on them. Uh, about that, that they just they, they didn't want to do what needed to be done to win the game. And, and th- those that hasn't happened very often, where Granado publicly has sort of, you know, laid it on them but it sounds to me from what paul told me that he did today yeah i, I mean the, i mean the one issue we, we've kept hearing after some of the losses even some of the wins is that they're not taking shots uh you know they're passing on opportunities and i you know i think the freeze frame of of quinn coming into the zone uh late in that game and has a free lane to shoot it and it looks like it's a great look and he passed off and you know, it was it was one of those moments where it's like, geez, you you could you could maybe change the game by taking that shot, but instead it's a pass off, and and you know, I mean, the Islanders were blocking shots, they're blocking passes, there's sticks and lanes all over the place. So, you know, if you've got to look like that, you have to take the take the opportunity, and they've done that. And I mean, geez, too many games to count, 
um, where it's, you know, guys are coming in. And it's like, oh, boy, here we go. They, they can they can score it right here. And then it's like, well, let me drop it off to this guy. Maybe he can score it. Or, you know, let me flip it over here. Maybe we can make some make some highlights happen. But, um, but I you know, at some point, it just it kind of wears on you a bit. I think that was one of those games because, I mean, just look at the three goals the Islanders scored. You know, they, they, the first one comes off of a pass that bounces off a skate in front and Zeke is just parked. It's easy. The second one comes off, you know, hits off somebody in front, goes to somebody, goes to a player who's just kind of standing there by himself. Oops, easy goal. And then, you know, the, the, the fashion goal, I mean, geez, whatever with that stuff, man. Like, that's that's goofy. But, um, yeah. but, but it's like these are the things that happen when you, you know, throw the puck at the net, take some shots. You know, it's – yeah. You know, it's it's the old, I mean it's the old you know Michael Scott Wayne Gretzky thing. You know, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Office you reference office bulldog. Tie-in. There we go. Office <laughs> reference. Yes, yes. <laughs> With Joe Yurden on the Western Hotline of Bleacher Report at Joe Yurden on Twitter. Well, I don't want to talk like they're done because we all agree they're not. We know that they're not. How how do you put the season into perspective? Say they fall a little bit short, Joe. I'm not saying a collapse necessarily, but if right. they don't if they don't get there. I mean, this was a was this has been a good season. Um, I, there's been a lot of positive vibes. Are the Sabers at any risk of doing damage to that? No, I don't. I don't think so at all. I, I, I take a look at the steps that have that have that the players that they're they're banking on to take this team into the, you know into seasons beyond into the playoffs and you know make a run at the, make a run at a Stanley Cup eventually. Here, uh, all of them took steps. Every single one of them took giant steps, except maybe in goal. But, uh, but I mean, you look at what Darlene's doing. I mean, Darlene's Darlene's legit, maybe a Norris favorite. Honestly, um, you know that's incredible. Uh, Thompson's, you know, if if the Sabers are able to get to the playoffs, you're gonna have Thompson lining up on quite a few MVP ballots. I, I mean, <laughs> we're talking stuff like that. You know, Quinn's been incredible since he's you know, he's gotten a bit of a lift here. If he gets, if he catches a heater, maybe he hits twenty goals, and then you're talking like, oh, okay, well, what's the bar next season? And then you see what Cousins is doing. I mean, we're talking he's you know getting a whisper close to thirty goals. He's coming close to seventy points, almost kind of like what Tage did last season. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see the growth from all these guys, and and you know, Samuelson's been really strong. Powers power looks incredible. I mean, he should be in the Calder. He should be first for the Calder, as far as I'm concerned, Homer or not, like whatever. There's so much there, and there's so much more to come. That the fact that they're doing this well already is is the part that I'm like, oh, okay, they're a little bit ahead of schedule. I, I mean, we've been talking about that all season, but um, if they come up short, well, you know, listen, the team full of guys that haven't been in this spot before, getting to that spot already, I don't know. That's that's really good to me, and they're going to be able to use that going forward. Yeah, there there's a there is a lot to like. I think I said yesterday or the day before. Um, you know, a, a part of what has me feeling so good here is that I, I really, I know, look, anything can happen and, you know, things can fall apart. And we've thought this team was on the right track through wishful thinking, maybe, you know, a half a dozen other times during this drought that we're enduring. But I, I mean, I'm fully invested in the group, the talent, the future. I think it looks excellent, and whatever's happening right now, I guess it should be pointed out, is happening without 
you know, the winger, a winger on their top line. Like, Alex Tuck matters a lot for this team. He is young but older than almost everyone else as far as impactful guys go. You know, you get past Oposo and Gergensons, you're looking at, you know, the top end of your lineup here, and Tuck is like the grizzled old man of that group, even though he's, what, 25 or 26 years old. Um, I, I, I still I still think, you know, him being out has got to be having a, a big impact on what they're doing here. Oh, it's 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 a huge impact. I mean, we're talking the guy who was tied for second with Darlene and and scoring on the team behind Thompson. I mean, you, you know, and him and and Darlene went out for you know at the same time, and you're just kind of like, oh boy, how are they gonna how are they gonna handle this? This is this is gonna be tough. And you know, finding a way to replace Tuck, and I think I wrote about this uh, on on Noted Hockey recent, uh, well, when it happened, was that you're not gonna be able to replace a guy like Tuck. Like you just can't. The, that kind of production, what he does with the group, and you know, and all that stuff, and finding a way to make do with it, uh, you know, this was a, you know around the deadline. I was like, well, you know, who's your, you know, who's your bargain basement guy that you can get to to kind of fill that spot for a bit? But you know, they they kept it basically within house. You know, they go and get Jordan Greenway to give the, the you know the physical aspect to the, that they kind of need. You know, they needed they definitely needed that you know kind of a, a bouncer type guy who has some skill. Um, but I mean, geez, you, you're talking, I mean, Tuck was on pace for what, 30, 35, 35 mm-hmm. goals, something like that. I mean, it's, it, it's a hard loss. I mean, it, it, it's a guy on a line that already, that still scores, that, that scores a ton, but boy, oh boy, it's, it's, it's a lot and it affects the whole rest of the lineup. But, um, you know, I see the way Quinn's played and he's looked, he's looked really solid. I'm really anxious to see what he looks like tonight with, with, uh, cousins and, uh, middle stat. So. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it's an opportunity for other guys to get it figured out. I mean, we've heard that line a thousand times, you know, any injury is a chance for somebody else to step up. But, um, in this case though, you're, you're not talking about filling it with some guy that you plucked off of waivers or, you know, so, you know, some guy that's been playing eight minutes, uh, eight minutes a night all season long and, you know, has three goals. This is a chance for, for guys that are going to carry you beyond this season and, and into the future that are going to get these looks. Joe, do you have a thought on how the goalie rotation has been, you know, what it's what it's been and what it should be coming up here? I mean, it, it's it's Comrie now seeing more action. And I, I kind of think if there's if there's one thing, and I, I don't say this from hindsight, I mean, I, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing different to do about it, I think it would have been more Comrie. Like just you invested in him, he got hurt, he never got his season off the ground. Now mm-hmm. you've got him, and it wasn't like Lukanen was playing at such a high level. I would, I would think if it's Lukanen, it's more the future and getting him work and everything like that. But man, I don't know. Like Comrie would have been in the net more for me uh, once he got back. How, how about you? Yeah, it's it's a real tough situation because once Comrie was healthy and ready to go, I, that came around what December, December, like right end of, end of December into January. Think about what Lukanen was doing in mid-December, where he's, you know, he's, you know, helping them beat Washington in Washington. He's helping them beat Boston in Boston. You know, he he's the guy who's in net when they hang on again, you know, to to beat Colorado on the road, to beat Vegas on the road, where, you know, they're getting outshot, you know, by a ton, and he's making ridiculous saves all over the place and winning winning them those, those games. So that buys a lot of credit, you know, because yeah. because you see it. And you're like, wow, look what this guy's doing. This is incredible. And then, you know, there's a couple of five, six goal stinkers in there. And you're like, well, he won us these other games. So, like, we got to kind of deal with it. But 
Uh, I, I mean, it was interesting after Comrie's last start here, uh, and he picked up a win. He's, he's like, well, you know, I won four in a row now, and you know, this is you know, playing feeling pretty well, doing well, and it's like. You know, it's a little subtle campaigning, maybe not very subtle at all to to get some more starts. But uh, but for me, it just takes one of these one of those two guys to just grab it, run with it, and look like lights out in in a game where you're like, oh, all right, this they mean business, and and to string it together, it's just so hard to do. Even with a compact schedule like this, where there's tons of games, it's so hard to do to get it in a rhythm where it's you know game to game to game where you're playing and you're seeing the shots and you're, you're, you're going through it. It's just because, you know, you, it, but the, the thing is that the, what they don't want to do is to, is to pick a guy and then have that guy get cold and then be like, well, we got to let him figure it out, but you know, we're running out of games here. So uh, it, it's tough. Obviously it's a lot easier if Anderson is able to play more games, but you know, <laughs> it's, I mean, it, you have to, you have to kind of find a way to, patch it up and I guess the way to do that is just let all these guys keep playing in this sort of rotation and if you get to the postseason well good luck figuring out how to handle it then it's it, it I was waiting to say something about Anderson as we're talking about Comrie and Lukanen and I think it is right Lukanen's maybe best stretch of the season came right as Comrie came back so like I understand them sort of deferring I remember talking to Paul when that was happening I thought and I thought just like Mike just said they'll want to get Comrie up and running and Paul was like, "I not so fast, you know. Lukanen's mm-hmm. been good, and I think he's he's earned it." And Granado always says, "You know, you get what you earn, so they're going to want to do that." So they did, and then you've got this, you know, it's not a wild card, but like a third goalie who's your best guy, really, but can only play once a week, and that's just a that, that complicates getting either of the other guys really stabilized, I think, or it can anyway, when you've got a third guy that steps in, you know, once a week like that, or, or maybe a little less. So it's, you know, and they chose, they chose that, right? I mean, they chose that path. Yeah. They brought Anderson back. They value his experience and being here to mentor or whatever he's doing. But, and, and again, he's given them really good results, but it's tough when your best guy can only play once a week. Yeah, and and the, the I guess the I don't know if, I don't know what the right word here is, which is bad for me as a writer to say that. I don't know if it's ironic or what, but without Anderson, they're not in this position to to right. be in the hunt. They're like that's just it's not possible. I and mean, we're we're talking about a guy who's got like a what a nine eighteen nine twenty save percentage in a season where the average I think the league average is what nine oh three right about now like nine oh three nine oh five somewhere in that range. So he's you're getting a like elite starts from him when he's in there. And, you know, and, but you, but it's such a, it's such a tease because you want to play him more, but then you run the risk of having him not be on point. And then suddenly you've got three goalies kind of playing the same, the same way. Then you're like, well, right. The, you know, just pick a name out of a hat at that point. So, uh, you know, I, I guess you, you, you kind of have to guarantee yourself that one start where you're like, okay, I know this guy's going to take care of business. And then, you know, hopefully some, you know, one of the other guys can just grab it and go, which it's a, it's a tough spot for both of them to be in. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you look at Luke and his career with the injuries and all, you know, the up and down stuff and all that. And then Comrie, same thing, you know, he went on waivers, what, three times last year, three, four times, and, you know, hopped around to it, you know, got picked up all over the place and, you know, finally settled into Winnipeg and then got a, you know, got 19 starts, looked great. So you're thinking, all right, this is it. This is the time. And then, you know, Things never th- the plan never sticks to itself. Joe, a delight. Thank you. I'm sorry again one more time for not for blanking there for a second, but I'll be better next time. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. 
I, I hope so too, Mike. And uh, yeah, no, no harm, no foul there. That's Good. Over. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Joe Yurden of Bleacher Report at Joe Yurden on Twitter. This is a game you can watch, I believe, tonight, uh, unless you have w- without the, the the fancy ESPN Plus <laughs> subscription. It's back on the normal the normal channel. I mean, My Dad will be watching tonight. Yes, there are people who don't have that. Like if you have YouTube, I think mm-hmm, maybe right. you can't get the Sabers on MSG. Right. That's right. That's right. That's why I I chose the carrier I chose, uh, which is Fubo, because they have MSG, and and it was one of the very few streaming services that does have it. But they don't have TNT and TBS, so so there's a downside. The choices you have to make these days. Yep. We get back to Aaron Rodgers for a minute. Rumors have him going to the Jets. Nothing official yet. Also, I said before, just uh, in passing, tonight I will be doing something I've never done. Exciting. I'm excited to tell you about it. And get your advice. Oh, wow. It's not play guitar on stage. Is it something I've done? Okay, well then. I don't know if it is, actually. I think maybe it isn't. But, you know, that's never stopped us before. Oh, fine. You should definitely solicit advice from someone who has no (laughs) idea what he's talking about. So I'll be happy to provide that for you. Throw the ball, Josh. Come on. Like, just, you're standing. Come on. We know what to do. We're telling you. Shoot. Shoot, right? Shoot. Shoot it already. Come on. You guys, yes, we're, we're, we're the ones who know. Okay, back after sports. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. The fact that the Packers are letting Aaron Rodgers talk to other teams pretty much tells you that they're okay with him moving on. It's not a situation like, well, you're going to have to give us an offer that we can't refuse. No, it's going to be something where let's get as fair of compensation as we can to just move on and turn this thing over to Jordan Love in Green Bay. Mike Garofolo on... Rodgers, this we knew, I think. Uh, Green Bay wants to move on. And if the Jets don't accommodate them, who will? You know, I'm in these these early, early, early fantasy drafts, and some are two quarterback teams, super flex teams, where you'd maybe want to draft as many as four. I think three's enough, but anyway. You know who never gets picked? Jarrett Stidham. I don't think it's completely out of the realm that Jarrett Stidham is their opening day starter, the Raiders. In fact, mm-hmm. we did the quarterback carousel draft. The second team picked by Sneaky Joe was the Raiders, and he put Rodgers there. Reasonable. But Stidham, remember, he did great at the end of the year when he just went in for Carr. Carr was going to be out, and they didn't want him hurt. So they sent him away the last two weeks. They, right. they, they didn't want him to play and get hurt. So they sort of banished him from the team. And Jarrett Stidham played. The The second game was against Kansas City. Not as good. The final game of the year. The first game he really popped, though. The first game, yeah, it was just, like, incredible. I forget who they played. I think at home. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Who is likeliest to be their opening day starter? There are plenty of guys it could be. And maybe Rodgers is still a name. But you're not hearing much of that. What I've heard recently on the Raiders and him is that the owner doesn't have the money. Right. Doesn't have the... Right. But Stidham, who did well. I mean, Josh McDaniels, New England, played for him in New England. Yeah. I feel like Garoppolo might be the the fallback, too. So... Relationship with McDaniels. McDaniels. Yes. Yes. 
The Raiders were mentioned in a tweet about him. That we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So was Houston and one other team for Garoppolo. Not New England. It was not the Patriots. Okay. I, I, you know, I hear you. I, oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I just watched Homa miss a four-foot birdie putt. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching a Jordan Spieth uh, press conference. Is this, uh, am I behind? <laughs> really? I might yes. be the one who's behind. I don't no, know. No, Bulldog, I, no. it's the same picture from four hours ago. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Sorry, My TV frozen. is frozen on I, I forgot, Jordan's feet. Yeah, I apologize. Anyway, uh, what was I say? I I I I wouldn't want to rule out Stidham, but I would I would expect the Raiders to try to do something bigger than that, and even Garoppolo would have to be perceived as bigger than that, I suppose. I I think that might be close. And Stidham is the player they have. I'm I'm not sure he's not a free agent actually, as I talk, but I think that might be close and. They're definitely a team that could draft a guy at the seventh pick or even move up and do that. Like, I kind of see that for the Raiders. But if they do that, like, Anthony Richardson, depending on the team, he's the one where Levis might be second. But these are guys that you're going to hear plenty about how they're not ready to play yet. And, you know, that's fine. You could always say that about every rookie. Some get by anyway. And even give you that, like, a good enough year where, like, okay, let's go. I've got four more years on this rookie deal, and we're off and running. Um, but, you know, he's somebody that, the, again, the word raw, like the athle- the athletic freak that he is, maybe he's not ready to read defenses, you know? And coaches tend to want to go slow on that. So if that's – if the Raiders – even if it's not him, like, if the Raiders draft a quarterback in the first round – they don't have to start him. Like I don't think the odds would be really that good if it's Richardson that he would play week one. Somebody like Jared Stidham would play week one. Maybe Richardson would play by week seven or something like that. You see that? I do see Stidham on the list of unrestricted free agents, so his contract okay. is up. Okay. Well, 
Maybe that's why he's never getting drafted right. in fantasy. Maybe nobody knows where he's going yet, right? I mean, I would assume he'll find a job. Yeah. I, started, I don't know. got worried Maybe about he'll that. he'll come to Buffalo and be the backup here. I, who will be the backup here? We should play that game. Have that. Have a draft. Uh, no, I was backup just, I was draft. I was thinking of a name for uh, Jared Stidham. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but yeah, they're going to need a guy, right? Yeah. Um, because Keenum, Keenum's up. Keenum's up, but he's they not. Brought Barkley. Barkley's back, I think. Right, but I, Barkley's under contract, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like Keenum will not start somewhere, so. It'll, it maybe comes down to well money, of course, but like just what how he enjoyed himself, you know, because he could be a backup probably on a lot of teams, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah, I would think he's a pretty highly sought after backup, even. You know, I might agree. How old is Case Keenum? Thirty-two. I say older. Are you looking? I'm looking. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he's thirty-five. Oh, okay. Way yeah. older. Way older. Yep. All right. yeah. Looking at Brett Favre's uh, pro football reference page, I, to get to Case Keenum, I had to leave Brett Favre. And we have one tab devoted to this today so far. Because I wanted to know, we were talking about the Jets and Rodgers. Like, how long was Brett Favre on the Jets? Do you remember? It was one year. One season. That's right. And they were 8-3 and three at one point. That season with Favre, and they ended up nine and seven. He got hurt, didn't he? Um, I think he got hurt. Okay. Like I think they were. It was going well, and then I I think it derailed when he got it got injured. If I remember correctly, and then he went to Minnesota, and they they almost won. That was the Bounty Gate NFC he, game. He started all sixteen games for the Jets. Come on, I thought yeah. he got hurt. All right, he might have got hurt that last year, but. He started all 16 games for the Jets. They finished 9-7, and seven, and then he retired in February. And then in, in, the, uh, in the spring or summer, he signed with Minnesota. Right. And played two years for Minnesota. Right. And that second year, he definitely got hurt there. I thought something happened with the Jets. Maybe he played through something. In that. I, 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 I could have sworn something happened to him when he was with the Jets. 2008 for the Jets. 22 touchdown passes, 22 picks. Wow. He threw 336 interceptions in his career. So that's got to be up there. What's what's that going to rank an all, all-time interceptions? 336 interceptions. 500-some touchdowns, so, you know, don't want to sound like I'm... Right, but he is first all-time. I mean, that's a brutal, that's a brutal year. He even, is, even he, in 2008, that's a brutal year. That led the league. He is first all-time in picks. Favre. 803-0550 is the number on Rodgers, on the Jets, or uh, any of these other quarterback rumors and possibilities. I get scared when I see our phones lighting up like this. Uh, some, something was said that either was wrong or offensive. Um, because we did, we're not doing the contest right now, so I don't know. Something, something might have just happened. So tonight, any guess? Golf simulator. Good guess. I have done a little bit of that, but that is a good guess. That is a good guess. No, actually, for the first time in my life, live poker at a casino. Oh, my. Yep. Why is that happening? 
Well, why why wouldn't it happen? <laughs> I mean, okay, good, good a good question. I no no. Why is so? How it's happening is I'm starting my drive to Philly for my annual trip there for baseball drafts and meeting a friend on the way to play to go to the casino and and uh, hang out. And he's like, oh well, the poker room. I'm like, you know what? Forever, I have sort of been. I used to be bashful about it, and you know, just would look at it and think about it, but not do it. And then after, like, they closed here, I would be like, oh, I got to do that someday. And you know, like, how many chances do you get? So uh, he he sort he brought it up, and I'm like, you know what? That's right. Let's do it. Because like I've talked. If you talk about doing something, and then mm-hmm. a perfect opportunity befalls you 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 need to take it or else shut up stop talking about it if you don't stop. yeah if you don't want to do it so the plan tonight i mean i'm not in there yet but the plan tonight is uh for me to make my poker room debut in in a casino i've played a handful of times you know in diff- at parties or mm-hmm. like the thing at the fantasy football expo there was a big poker game i was a part of that so yeah what do you think any tips? I mean, good luck. I have nothing to offer you whatsoever. No? Because I, I, I have no experience at all playing poker. Zero. Zero. It's, it's maybe the most glaring um, omission on my on my man chart. I just, I don't, I don't play cards. It's not a, it's, not, it's never been my thing. Ever? Ever. Didn't even have a phase, like no college phase. or anything? No, no phase. No. Like some gin rummy with my family. That's it. Did you ever live at college though? Uh, no, I definitely never lived at college. Okay, that is that is a big part of uh, that's a big part of it. Yeah. The card phase for me, yeah, it would be like just end of the day after dinner <laughs> in the dorms, and we'd play all night sometimes. And you know, so that was that was where uh, yeah. I had that opportunity, and on like the the road trips with the sports teams, the Blizzard and the Rochester teams. Right. You know, there'd often be card games going like all the time, <laughs> which I loved. That se- that seems like an incubator for learning how to play cards, or, or yep. uh, you know, being forced even to learn how to play cards. Pretty whatever. much, just, yeah, pretty much. I, I, never, I never had, yeah. I mean, Owen came back from his year and a half in junior hockey knowing how to play cards. I can right, that. <laughs> he right. kind of blew his mind that I don't. He's like, want to play? I'm like, I don't play cards. It's like, what do you mean you don't play cards? I'm like, I don't play cards. You said that to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he just can't believe. Like, really, I'm like, no, I really, I like, seriously, don't even know how to play. So that's it. Poker, you know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like I do. Now, I, I might be, as my mom would say, cruising for a bruising here with this one. I might be, <laughs> yeah. you know, just too big headed. I'm not saying I'll be better than anybody because I really don't think that. But I do think I can hold my own. Sure, you know what you're doing. You, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you watched a lot of poker in your time. You've played some poker. That's right. You should be you should be fine. Me, I would be just, you know, looking at the guy next to me, going, "What is this good?" And I think that's frowned upon probably at, at casinos. <laughs> I don't think you get away with that, right? No, is this good at the expo? <laughs> so I made it like through. Half the tournament, basically about half the field was eliminated before me, but I, I was getting low. I had a couple of beats, and I'm sort of getting to the point where I feel like I have to make a move. So I don't know what I had, like King 10 suited or something like that, some oh, decent hand, but nothing great. 
And I decide, you know, a couple people fold in front of me. I decide, you know, this is going to be it. So I raise, and then a guy with the most chips, of course, calls me, which is what you should do, you know, sort of like you're the boss. So he calls me second, you know, the the, the turn, kind of do the same thing. And now I know I'm I'm pot committed, like literally. I could actually use that term once and have it mean poker. <laughs> so now I just know I'm going all the way. And he is, I'm sitting here like right now as I'm talking to you in the same posture. He is to sort of like 10 o'clock to me, all right, up, up to the left at the end of the table at the corner. And I'm kind of in the middle of the table. And I am looking sort of straight ahead all the time. I'm not making eye contact with him. He's a young guy. I don't know, like I didn't know him, and I was not sort of in a, I wasn't loose, <laughs> you know, I wasn't loose in this moment. So I'm just kind of looking straight ahead, and there's the river, okay, all in, and he, he's he got a friend with him too, which I guess is fine, and he's just taking forever. And I'm just staring straight ahead, like I'm doing right now, I'm staring at the window, right, right in front of me, I'm just staring straight ahead, no eye contact, nothing, and eventually he calls me, and I'm like, oh, thank goodness, like he had, you know, easily a better hand than I had. I had nothing. I didn't get lucky on the cards on the river or anything. So I, I'm, I'm out. And he, the guy did go on to win the whole thing. But he told me later, he's like, I couldn't decide on you, but then I, I thought, you know what? He has not looked at me once. So that's why he decided to call me. And I was thinking, like, I really didn't look at anybody. But mm-hmm. see, that's something I'll be very self-conscious about tonight if I do play, is like, what am I giving away? Am I sitting up too straight or am I looking you know are, are my eyes shifty or something like what do, what do I because <laughs> yeah, no. to play well I think you want to either eliminate all of that or be able to use it to your advantage you know to trick people yeah. and, and give off signals that are the opposite of the ones you really are thinking yeah again I, I don't have any real experience in this but I feel like a bemused look would be helpful bemused if you could maintain that just sort of like I know something you don't a little smile. Yeah. A smirk. Mm-hmm. And just to wear that all night. It might make people want to punch <laughs> you, but I think yes. that could work for you. They like, shouldn't allow punching. Want, I think you want to make people want to You don't want them to actually punch you, but I think you, you, it could help you if you made them want to punch you. Hmm. Okay. That might be I'm good saying? advice. You said you didn't have any advice, but maybe you just I, did. Well, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm working for you here. We're friends. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to pitch in. Actually, I just tried to find any place I could find that might have the Sabres game, so that's why I'm going. <laughs> good, good call. M- maybe I'll have a chance yeah. to watch it. I'm not sure why I crave this sort of closure on this subject right now, but Favre did get hurt. He played all the games, but he, he had a, a torn biceps tendon in his right shoulder that he played through at the end of that season with hmm. the Jets. Which maybe he shouldn't have? Maybe he shouldn't have, yeah. He had an MRI after the year was over, and it revealed a torn uh, labrum. He'd complained, a torn biceps tendon, excuse me. Uh, he'd complained of shoulder pain during the season, but played through it. Well, he so, never missed a game, right? Like he had right. the streak going 15 right. years all, or something. But he was compromised. That, that, that That's what I was had in my head I was referring to Okay. earlier. So. Very nice. The next year for Minnesota, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. Yeah, that much was better a for him. Year. Yeah. Sal's coming up at five. We'll talk some bills with Sal. Six o'clock pregame for Sabres versus Dallas downtown. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Sabres and Stars tonight downtown. Dallas a minus 170 favorite on the road. The Sabres won in Dallas. That was an Anderson game where like he just remember the start of that game in Dallas? Like all Stars first few minutes and he kept it 
kept a clean sheet. Sabres go on to win at the Stars, one of several really impressive wins they had at the West this year on the road uh, against Western Conference opponents. We'll see about how this game goes tonight. Hey, by the way, I never asked you, well, all week. Um, Monday I was into this a little bit and somewhat last week. Are you like following any of what might be called drama when it comes to Stefan Diggs? I just, uh, yes, um, yes, uh, following, I mean, I'm sure I'm paying attention, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and I and I did, we're going to talk to Sal here in a few minutes, right? I, yes. I, I did just through his Twitter feed, because I went looking for his defensive ends uh, breakdown, uh, you know, the series he's doing on the Bills, and I saw the, the most recent tweet he had was something from Diggs, and it was kind of cryptic about being asked about playing against his brother this year and it's the the quote is something along it's he didn't tweet it it was like from a podcast or some some sort of a interview setting and he said that's the plan for now or something along <laughs> those lines the rumor was i i only say rumor even even though other people were telling me this just because i never looked but that he he stopped following the bills on instagram bulldog that's a big one mhm do you follow the bills on instagram I don't I'm not I'm not what you would call active on Instagram. No. <laughs> okay. I have an account. <laughs> I tried about a month ago. I just thought like, well why why don't I just, you know, I'll put some I'll put some music stuff up here, mm-hmm. you know, or or whatever. And I I did, but I I it just it hasn't taken hold. Um so I'm I'm open to it. Maybe maybe I'll strive to become Instagram active. Um but I don't I don't do a lot there. Uh, at all, really. If you follow the Bills, fine. But if once you commit to doing that, it can be notable when you stop. When you, if you remove them, I suppose. Yeah, I I should maybe get busy following lots of people and and teams and things, and then stop and see if anyone cares. Yes, yes. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not. Like I said, I'm just not that active here. I I, I dug up the thing here. Um, the again, it's it's. I'm not real clear on what. Oh, shoot. See, now I just started playing sound. Yeah, it's an interview, and he says, he's asked, this will be the first year you guys will play each other, talking about Trayvon and Stefan, and Diggs says, that's what's on schedule right now. <laughs> and Sa- Sal, like somebody tweeted it to Sal, and, um, you know, among others, and Sal's response was, chalk another one up to what does Stefan mean here? Right. He has an elite cryptic game, is what Sal said. In response to that. Which but. is fine, mm-hmm. except for one thing. And I don't really know if Diggs does much of this. I think he's done at least a little. Be as cryptic as you want. Yesterday he tweeted about, it's time to leave Paris. I'm thinking, is this guy in Paris? Maybe he's in Paris. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's talking about someone else. You know, just... Is Buffalo Paris? <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I Don't assume anything. Right. That's all fine. Have your fun. Because right. it's, it's got to be so... You know, the power when you tweet, like I think of this with Adam Schefter, or was earlier today, tweet anything, and just like instant, massive reaction. So, you know, if you're somebody that isn't really serious about it, people should know that, and you just, you can fool around. So anyway, fine, except don't complain, don't criticize anyone else for, like, they don't really know me, because that's how you want it. 
<laughs> if if you want to be like that, you don't want people to know how you're feeling. You know, like Sal and I talked about this when Sal mentioned the other day how Diggs didn't do any media after they lost. He was just gone. You know, and there was the tantrum on the sideline and everything. It might have been nice to know what he was really about that right. day. He but, stormed out of the locker room, had to be brought back in by Duke Johnson. So, you know, that's if, if that's how you are and you want to be a big mystery, that's okay. Just You can't complain about, you know, people like they just don't know me or whatever it is. Like you, you want to assume that they do or that they should. And if they get it wrong, you know, well, what chances anybody have? in the media or the fans or anything like that. If it's just, it's all supposed to be. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To, to mess with you. Yeah, I would never want to jump to any conclusions on any of the cryptic stuff he tweets, but if you tweet cryptic stuff intentionally, you don't have the right either, in my opinion, to get mad when people speculate about what the hell you're talking about. Like, right. Because that's why you're doing it in the first place, aren't you? That's right. That's what that's what I meant. That's right. Yeah. That's the whole point. It's the game. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. You were saying people don't really know me. I, yeah, like that, that, that's a way that that can come across. Oh, you don't know what, you, you know, you don't know me. You don't know what I meant. Well, no kidding. No one does. Like, but we're out here hanging on every word because you know we're maniacs for you and for the football team. So you say something about leaving Paris. I'm like, does he think Buffalo's Paris? <laughs> I like the the Paris one is sticking. You know, just yes. what what were you doing at, at on the field against the Bengals? Maybe people are waiting to ask you that. Just be available, and then you can tell them. And then if we shouldn't worry, then we won't worry. Depending on what you say. All right, Sal coming up after sports here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.